it's so weird because this Mars stationing direct, you know, Mars is in Gemini. Mars is still answering to Mercury, you know, because Gemini is a mercurial sign. And what is Mercury doing? Mercury's in retrograde, right? And then we have Jupiter in Aries answering to Mars, answering to Mercury retrograde. So it's like, it's like this big like tailspin in the sky of a bunch of these planets either answering to Mars who's stationing or answering to Mercury who is, um, who's retrograde right now. So that's why this week with this Mars station has been a little, a little iffy here, <laughs> a little iffy. I'm not sure if, um, if I'm the only one, cause I'm in a Venus year. Um, hey Faye, hey Sarah, hey Laura. I'm not sure if I'm the only one because I'm in a Venus year, but I've kind of observed a lot of um, kind of wild relationship stuff going on. Um, not only in the lives of my clients, but in my own life, like, uh, people acting kind of weird or, you know, saying one thing and doing another. I mean, that's kind of general, <laughs> general life stuff, but especially with Mars and Gemini stationing, like, I'm not sure if people are entirely acting um, in their character right now. I, I, I kind of feel like there's a lot of out of character actions that people may be taking at this moment whether this is like within our own selves or we're observing this in our different relationships whether that's friendships or romance um i'm not sure if people completely know what they're saying right now <laughs> or you know there's this sense of mars stationing in gemini mars being the planet of action and Gemini being the sign that has to do with words and how we communicate and how we collect data. So there's like this conundrum or this juxtaposition between, you know, Mars in Gemini in the highest frequency, like says what they mean and means what they say and, you know, does what they say they're going to do or you know like their their words align with their actions but that's not completely the vibe right now I, i'm not sure if we can entirely all i'm saying guys is take take what people do right now with a grain of salt like i you know like especially in relationship stuff like i've been seeing a lot of breakup kind of stuff going on or a lot of realizations when it comes to like, oh, you know, this person and I um, aren't going to work out or, oh, in order for me and this person to grow, we're really going to have to, you know, dig deep or even a sort of um, I'm walking away, you know, from this because I have given everything and all of my energy and now you know, I'm done, you know, like that could very much be uh, Mars stationing in Gemini when it comes to relational stuff. And uh, Katie, you said, 
yes to relationship stuff mars is in a perfect square to my virgo venus at the moment so it's a little oof oof <laughs> it really yeah the mutable signs like if you have things in pisces virgo gemini or sagittarius especially between like let's say five degrees and 12 degrees yeah i mean this mars station either really hit those mutable placements um and sarah you said yeah mars retro happened in my seventh house and i surprised breakup a few weeks ago ellis you said i trust no one and i'm tired <laughs> yeah that that feels like feels like the vibe um and partially uh i said this in a few of my forecasts like i recently did a forecast for um opa about uh mars stationing direct and then i posted something on tiktok about mars stationing direct so i already kind of said this but just to repeat it for for the og <laughs> the og listeners on witch church i mean mars stationing direct is not i repeat it is not like full speed ahead clarity has come to me vibe <laughs> it, it you know because here's the thing um you know the degrees in astrology are really important and Mars right now is sitting at his stationary degree, which is eight degrees Gemini. And Mars will like stay at eight degrees Gemini until like January 24th. That's 10 days from now. Like we still have over a week of Mars sitting at eight degrees Gemini and trying to figure out how they're gonna really get themselves out of this like mud <laughs> you know or they're really trying to figure out like they might see the way forward or they might have a piece of clarity or an epiphany come through but the actual execution of that realization you know putting that realization into action i mean the earliest the earliest that it that it's really gonna start you know, feeling like we have traction again is January 24th, January 25th. Um, but even then, not to be do too depressing here, <laughs> but keep in mind that originally back Halloween time, Mars stationed retrograde at 25 Gemini. So that means in order for Mars to clear his retrograde shadow, he has to get all the way back up to 25 Gemini and clear that degree in order for the shadow to be cleared, okay? That doesn't happen until March, March 14th, right? So I don't say this to, you know, be pessimistic, uh, but I will say that, you know, our Mars retrograde story is not over uh, and we're still cooking with a lot of these realizations, a lot of, uh, you know, these epiphanies that we've been having, like, oh, I can't have that person in my life anymore, or, oh, we're out of alignment, or, oh, 
um, that person's acting really weird and kind of dropped a bomb on me and, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, like all of these kind of surprising or shocking revelations that may have come in this past week, not only with the Mars stationing direct, but also, you know, we're kind of feeling this Venus-Uranus square right now. When Venus and Uranus get together, it can sometimes be like surprising relational things coming to the surface. Uh, you know, it, it, we're not we're not completely going to make sense of this all for a little bit. And there's a little bit of um getting on getting comfortable with still being in this unknown place. Um yeah, and uh Mona Elise, you said, mm-hmm, going deep to clear this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's still a call to, like, quote-unquote, go deep with some of these realizations. Now, here's where we can look forward to some traction and some momentum and some energy. Um, that's going to be in the Aries house in our charts and we'll go over this today we're going to do a little little rising sign a little rising sign forecast situation um but you know Jupiter planet of expansion is in Aries right now and it, Jupiter is not in like a full-fledged uh isn't quite at their energetic high at this moment, why is that? Well, Jupiter in Aries, who who is the planet that rules Aries? Mars. And what is Mars doing right now? Acting kind of weird in Gemini because he's trying to get out of the muck. So it's like the planet that's ruling Gemini, sorry, the planet that's ruling Jupiter right now is like, you know, a little wishy-washy, doesn't really know where they're going. They kind of know where they are going, but they don't know how to execute their direction yet. You know, as Mars continues to get more and more steady between ballpark, like right now, and March 14th, so like literally the next two months, also, as Mars gets their footing back, Jupiter will slowly but surely grow stronger and stronger and stronger because the ruler of Jupiter is getting more balanced, having their strength back. Um, you know, like it, it, there's something here where we really um, can focus now on how our Aries house is about to really evolve. So that's the exciting part. And I uh, want to, uh, I feel called to do some rising sign forecasts. I hope that's okay with y'all. Um, and I'm going to do a little card poll for each rising sign as well. And we'll see kind of what happens with this. But let's actually start with Aries rising. Because Aries rising, you just had Mars retrograde in the third house. Um, so there's a lot of, um, you know, karma you've worked through when it comes to the narratives that you hold about your life. Uh, you know, the third house is how we, you know, tell ourselves stories about, you know, wh who we are. Um, it's our thought process. 
It's how we communicate not only with the world, but with our own inner selves, right? Um, so, you know, the fact that Mars just stationed in the third house, Aries rising, it's like, ooh, new, new story, new narrative, new way of communicating. And then that's going to slingshot over to your first house because Jupiter is there. So as this new narrative becomes stronger in the third house, you know, your very being, your very path, which is the first house, is getting stronger and stronger. So there's like this big identity thing, you know, um, like Aries, like between now and, and March, uh, mid-March, like, wow, like new identity coming through, like <laughs> new, like new person, uh, new way of, of thinking, of living. And look at that. Um, you got the uh, seven of wands for your card. So this is telling me like, you know, slowly but surely you're going to realize just how much stuff you have overcome, just how much you have changed during this Mars retrograde and how many mental and internal shifts you've made and just how much they're going to like, just, I mean, I can't wait for March and April for you, Aries rising. I mean, like you're going to be on fire. Like you're going to look back at this month and be like, oh God, like, you know, that was really the slingshot that, that boosted me into something else. Right. Amy, you said you're an Aries rising. Wow. Did I go through all of that cleared out a ton? Yeah, that's, that's a big thing too. So happy for you, Aries risings. And let's go to Taurus rising. Um, Mars has been retrograde in the second house of money and resources, and also how we value ourselves. Uh, and then meanwhile, Jupiter is sort of uh, over in your 12th house. So, you know, there's a little bit of, um, you know, there might be some almost subconscious things coming to the surface about your relationship to money, but not only money, how you value yourself, you know, like, and things from the outside world could be coming in sort of, uh, uncomfortable things that are kind of like, um, it's kind of started, it's kind of, uh, you're ready to start looking at yourself not only the way you make money, but also the way you view your talents and the way you execute your gifts in this world. It's kind of time to start taking those things more seriously. And um, here for uh, Taurus Risings, we have the Two of Swords. Um, so this, this makes sense because you know, Mars stationing in the second house of money and resources and livelihood you know, there's some questions about money, survival, um, how our income flows to us. But then this two of swords, I think, is very much that Jupiter in the 12th house of the psyche. Uh, you know, Jupiter in the in the psyche in that 12th house is like an expansion or an, a realization of something we haven't seen before. Not only within ourselves, but, you know... Um, you know, in the outside world too. Um, so through like a shocking surprise that, you know, could kind of feel like, ooh, this was, 
this is being hidden from me or or this was um you know something i didn't see coming or this was a part of my inner child or a part of my uh subconscious that just kind of came to the surface um how is that now related to livelihood to your resources to how you use your talents okay um i know uh, those those two areas of the chart don't really seem connected but they definitely are okay so uh Taurus rising we'll see we'll see how you know that develops between now and and March but I would not be surprised if some Taurus risings between now and March were kind of sorting out some kind of money story and coming into a new source of income or just a new way of valuing themselves okay Gemini rising okay so it's funny it's not funny but my one of my best friends is a Gemini rising and uh she's been like really sick all month uh and you know the first house gemini for gemini rising it's, it's gemini the first house has to do with the body and health right uh and also gemini rising your sixth house is in scorpio which is also ruled by mars so you know if you are a gemini rising kind of struggling with your health right now um you know what came through intuitively for my friend was like sleep was just such a disaster i mean for her for the past not only like months but like the past like two years um because she works nights at, at where she works so you know her sleep patterns have been a disaster for so long that they've kind of led up to this moment of just like complete annihilation of her physical body you know she's had this weird sinus cold thing for like a month it's not quite long covid um uh, but it's some kind of sinus like chronic sinus infection and blah 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 so i'm not trying to scare you if you're a gemini rising like it's not that you're necessarily sick um with like a disease or something but there's something here about maybe an ongoing uh issue or some kind of chronic issue that you're now moving forward with like i need to go to the doctor i need help i you know i need to care for myself uh more carefully and uh also there's something here about um with the first house it can be life path stuff so how does your sort of um um how does your life path maybe contribute to a sense of uh, a disease or something in your life path that just doesn't feel like it's um of well uh, it makes you well or makes you healthy which by the way isn't necessarily your individual fault i mean capitalism sets our world up for this like who can actually be well in this capitalistic society right so definitely not blaming the gemini risings for feeling a little bit unwell right now uh but let's look at Jupiter in the 11th house of connections and resources. Uh don't forget about your friends, your networks. Uh you know, if your job or your path doesn't feel right, like who can you reach out to to make a good connection? You know, who do you know that 
is working at the place that you really want to work at? Or who do you know that's really doing the thing that you want to be doing? Uh, who do you know that can kind of help you heal, right? Uh, that's an 11th house thing. It's kind of like the LinkedIn house. And between now and March, there's a really important connection or a few connections that you are making right now in order to live a life that is more um, focused on like our inherent wellness, right? And uh, Gemini rising, you got the lovers. Okay, see, uh, connections. <laughs> connections are big right now. Um, how others mirror things back to you. And uh, the lovers can be about like reciprocity, giving and receiving. And it's possible that Gemini Risings may give a lot or may have given a lot of their energy during this Mars retrograde. And how can you now start receiving that energy uh, back from the world and reaching out and asking for help and just even telling the universe, like, I'm ready to receive. That's what I'm getting for the Gemini Risings. Okay, Cancer Risings. Uh... So we've got uh, Gemini, uh, Mars retrograde and Gemini in the 12th house. Yeah, <laughs> the funnest part of the chart, the 12th house. Um, so, you know, I'm a Cancer rising, so I'll be biased in, in this forecast <laughs> for us. But uh, Gemini, uh, you know, Gemini in the 12th house, I mean, it, it's been a, a true... Um, examination of our mental patterns. Uh, it's been a true examination of our shadow selves, <laughs> you know? It's been kind of a, a slaying of our shadow selves um, in a lot of ways. Uh, there's been a full recognition of a certain pattern. It, it could be a relationship, relational pattern, just because like the fifth house is also in Scorpio, which you know, is ruled by Mars, but um, it could be any kind of pattern that you just haven't quite known, like, how to get out of. Um, and suddenly, this Mars retrograde has brought many opportunities to come to full realization of this pattern and how you want to change, you know? Uh, so I think this relates to the, t the 10th house. That's where Jupiter is right now for you, Cancer Rising. And, um, you know, we've got uh, Six of Wands in reverse, so, you know, you don't even realize how some of these patterns have been potentially holding you back with career expansion, you know? And now that you're kind of slaying the dragon or, like, uh, examining some of the self-defeating attitudes uh, or, um, you know, my friend Alex, they say, you know, the 12th house is where we self-sabotage. Like, now that we've caught ourselves with those self-sabotaging patterns... And we can really start to change and recognize how we're behaving. I mean, the 10th house is going to really explode. Like, there's a lot of Cancer Risings who are really going to have some career expansion stuff happening this year that they haven't, that they've been working up to for a while. Um, but it's because of these internal shifts that, um, that the Mars retrograde in the 12th house has brought. Um, so don't discount you know, don't discount 
these uh, realizations that you've been having, Cancer Rising. And if your career doesn't quite feel like it's moving forward yet, it will. Like, you just have to be ready for it. Like, and just believe that it's coming to you and it will. Okay. Um, okay, Leo Rising. Alrighty, Leo Rising. We've got uh, Mars retrograde in the 11th house. Networks, friends, groups, connections. Um, so, you know, there's something about uh, like how connections, networks, and groups have maybe been out of alignment. Maybe there's been a realization of like a certain community or a certain group that you've been working with or collaborating with is just not in alignment you know their true colors have come out <laughs> during this mars retrograde um and now that it's direct in your 11th house you can kind of move forward but i'm getting leo rising you're moving forward um with your own self like your new partner isn't another community member it's yourself and your own talents and even the universe, you know, because Jupiter in Aries is now in the ninth house of spirituality, travel, um, belief system. I mean, this whole thing has been leading you to believing in yourself as an individual more, like more strongly than ever. Like the only business partner you need is the universe. Um, and if the universe brings you some really aligned people that want to collab with you in the future, like now you're more tapped into your intuition as to when these people are right for you and when these people aren't right for your vision. And also, Ten of Cups, uh, Leo rising. Like this is this is uh, the greater meaning, I think, of Jupiter and Aries, which is like letting ourselves move towards joy, move towards excitement. Um, you know, move towards pleasure, uh, that sacred selfishness kind of thing going on. Um, if the person, whether it's your lover, your friend, your business partner, if they're not making you excited and feel joyful about your own projects, about your own passion, like, let me know how that's going to work. <laughs> you know, like, let me, let me know. Like, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, time to partner i think truly with yourself right now uh, leo rising and i'm excited to see that for you okay uh so Je gemini right not gemini uh virgo virgo rising okay so uh virgo rising uh, uh mars has been retrograde in gemini in your 10th house of career uh, Sav, you said Leo rising here. Bank, big thanks, Mal. I really needed to hear this. You got it, Sav. You got it. Um, I, I believe in you. I'm not just saying that. So you got this. Uh, okay, so Virgo rising. Uh, so there's been some career stuff for Virgo risings, okay? there's There's been a little, little iffiness when it comes to like, you know, how do I really do what I want to be doing? Um... It, you know, how do I, if I do have like a day job or uh, a job that kind of supports my artistic talents or whatever. Um, oh, a lot of spirit, spirit timing that you just popped in right as I started talking about Virgo rising. Um, so, and you're the perfect example of what, what I'm about to say. Like, if we have a day job, we have the thing that's, you know, paying the bills. But, you know, we've, 
haven't been focusing on like our greater passion or how we truly want to show up in this world as an artist, as a creative, um, as an astrologer, as a tarot reader, like whatever it is. I mean, this Mars direct in the 10th house is like the first little thing that's going to start cooking when it comes to, um, okay, now I'm ready to show up as me. I'm ready to stop placing too much of my energy on my like whatever it is like day job or the thing that's just paying the bills and I'm ready to refocus my energy on how I truly want to show up in this world even as a community leader which is kind of a 10th house thing and that relates to the 8th house which is where Jupiter is right now and where Jupiter is gaining strength um you know I wonder for some Virgo risings like you know, if it's possible that uh, your partner might be getting like a raise or your partner might be having more income coming in in the next like couple months and maybe that allows you to potentially like go part time or, you know, there's some benefit to sharing income with someone and there's some benefit to collaboration. If that's not necessarily the case, Virgo rising, uh, still like there's some luck when it comes to shared resources that's coming your way. So don't be afraid to collab, um, you know, uh, with the eighth house, it can also be about paying off debts, both emotional and financial. So as you pay off these debts, you free your energy more and more to focus in on 10th house things. And let's see what card you get virgo rising the world yes yeah, see see there's like a big chapter ending and something new that's birthing for you with like how to uh how to show up in a more authentic way and um oh and alana you said your partner is a virgo moon and he's trying to change careers um oh that's interesting that that would line up totally with the eighth house Jupiter. Um, so Virgo rising, really work work that eighth house, 10th house stuff, okay? Um, Libra rising. Okay, so Mars has been retrograde in the ninth house. A little bit of an interesting thing because the ninth house can be about like what we believe, what we've been conditioned to believe, um, the choices that we're making, are they based off of our own beliefs or are they based off of the things that our parents or our society or our religion has taught us, you know? Um, you know, it's, it's very much a house that has to do with conditioning. It can also be about like going to school and blah, blah, blah. Um, I know a Libra rising who got accepted to grad school, which is a ninth house thing during this Mars retrograde, um, but also I could see them kind of maybe struggling with why they're doing it because like, uh, you know, on the one hand, I think it is really aligned for them, but also maybe they're thinking about, well, like who told me I needed to go to grad school or, you know, did my, pa are my parents forcing me on in this or, or am I trying to, you know, do something that society is telling me to do versus what I truly want to do with my life. Um, you know, there's like a sense of I need to reach for my purpose with ninth house stuff and Libra rising stuff. Uh, but 
maybe a little bit confu of confusion about how to actually do that. And that relates to the Jupiter transit in the seventh house of relationships. Um, you know, for some Libra risings, this could be, you know, meeting a meeting an aligned partner. But from what I've observed, uh, for more Libra risings, it's more about, um, you know, maybe being more wary of what what partners you're actually letting into your life. Um, because it's like, it's like the default of Libra rising sometimes to want to be partnered and want to find themselves through other people, the mirrors that other people create for them to get to know themselves, right? And, uh, and this Jupiter and Aries in the seventh house, um, there's, there's more of a independent, misindependent kind of thing. <laughs> like going on uh in uh in that libra rising's uh 7th house. So, you know, uh, I think it's valid if some libra risings want to stay single right now, want to focus on themselves or being careful about who they're really letting into their life as they're having these like, you know, ninth house existential questions about their life. You know, that probably would be wise. Um yeah. Yeah, that, that, that feels good. And, you know, Mother of Cups is here for Libra Risings. So, you know, showing yourself compassion, being a good mother to yourself. Um, I think sometimes ninth house, seventh house things can be very emotional because they're about our relationship to others and our relationship to the universe. So some Libra Risings might be, you know, needing to really tap into like a good cry, you know, or um, some Libra Risings may really be needing to, uh, you know, purge something. So later, maybe like more like April, maybe that's when, you know, that aligned partner comes in. Um, but I will say I was making fun of uh, Libra Rising that I know. Um, and I was playing uh, Demi Lovato's Heart Attack. <laughs> you guys know that song. Like, if I fell in love, I think I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> like, that was, like, so their vibe. I don't know. I was like, you're so, dude, like, you are so afraid of um, cracking open and, like, letting someone into your life emotionally right now. And, like, not to make fun of that, but, like, I was just giving them a hard time. So I think there might be that vibe for some Libra Risings as well right now. Uh, okay, Scorpio Rising. Uh, so we've got Mars stationing direct in the eighth house of shared resources, transformation. I mean, Scorpio Risings out of everybody. I mean, this this is, this is a little iffy, you know. Uh, we've got, you know, eighth house stuff. Gemini, sixth house stuff, Aries, and then first house stuff, Scorpio. <laughs> so all of those houses have something to do with Mars right now. And, you know, there could be a lot of uh, karma that you're kind of working through right now when it comes to uh, people you were engaged with in the past. Like, um, <laughs> you know, I can't help but think like, at some point, uh, <laughs> at some point in my 2022 dating adventures, uh, the, I, I went on a couple dates with the Scorpio rising and they told me, uh, that their Peloton was still at their ex-girlfriend's house. And I was like, 
I was like, that's such a Mars retrograde in the eighth house thing. Like my Peloton is still at my ex's house, you know? Um, so there's, there's something there about, uh, maybe some Scorpio risings are going and getting the last thing from their ex's house or going to have the last conversation, you know, with someone in order to resolve that karma and be able to move on. Or maybe they're just accepting that certain shared resources that they had with someone in the past are now no longer meant to be shared. So there's a real energetic debt that is kind of being paid off for Scorpio Risings. And uh, we got to be careful right now for Scorpio Risings because Jupiter is in the eighth in, in the sixth house of illness. And, you know, that can be inflammation. So if any Scorpio risings feel like they're really inflamed right now or feeling like like they're just not feeling their best health-wise, uh, you know, it, it may be a little bit uh, psychosomatic in the sense of, like, oh, like, I'm sick because, you know, this person that I still have in my life stresses me out so much that, you know, they make me in my nervous system inflamed, you know, like, again, that's like, the most extreme example, but Scorpio risings are really taking stock of like, what is health, what is wellness, who and what makes me feel well, and at peace within myself. And if there's anything that's not giving me that I need to maybe you know, do the eighth house thing and cut the cord with it. Son of Wands, uh, Scorpio rising, you need to maybe think before you do. Because <laughs> uh, Son of Wands sometimes, you know, doesn't always come through like this. But Scorpio rising, like be careful of impulsive choices right now. Be careful of being like, oh, fuck it. I'll just go and hook up with my ex. Or like, oh, you know, I'll just quit my job like it, like there's some air of impulsive decision making right now that could backfire later and if you can even wait 10 days until january 24th when mars even moves out of his stationary degree even that would be better so just just be careful of how you're reacting to certain things right now okay um Sagittarius rising. Uh, we've got Mars stationing direct in the seventh house of relationships. Um, you've got the beginning of clarity with what you may want in relationships, but the clarity is not all the way here yet. Like two of pentacles is coming out. Like Sagittarius risings, like you're still deciding really what it is that you want within the structures of your relationships you could even be oscillating between letting someone go and like inviting a new person in um you know you could kind of even be maybe avoiding yourself and using other people to distract yourself from like important decision making uh you know uh, decision-making topics in your life. Again, that's not going to be all Sagittarius risings, but, you know, with that Mars stationing in the seventh house, you know, there's going to be more information about how to 
really navigate your relationships in a more aligned way for you. But in order to download that information, sometimes you need to like take a step back and just like kind of marinate within your own self, I think, for a while. Uh, and that really relates to the fact that Jupiter is in your fifth house of romance, pleasure, sex, children, you know? So, uh, like, don't worry, Sag like, Sagittarius rising. Like, there will be romance, and there will be some new partners, likely, that come in, you know, a little bit more in the springtime. But for now, uh, align yourself with yourself. And there's a real tendency to maybe grab or try to distract oneself with others right now and um i just don't necessarily think that's completely what mars retrograde stationing you know direct in your seventh house is really telling you to do um i think it's more about refocusing on what it is that you truly want in the foundation of your current relationship or your next relationship, okay? So two of pentacles, we're kind of juggling with what we truly want. Um, all right, Capricorn rising. Mars uh, just stationed direct in the sixth house of health and uh, well-being, daily schedule. Uh, I just uh, talked to a Capricorn rising the other day who is telling me how ready they are to start like prioritizing themselves and their own wellness and their schedule and that feels really on fleek for that mars starting to go direct in the sixth house like there could be a total recalibration of uh how you're setting up your daily life maybe wanting to make proper boundaries with work uh, and I think this also is going to relate to Jupiter being in the fourth house of the home. Um, you know, Capricorn rising, there's a pull right now towards your roots, like making your home life better or making your home life work better for you, whether that's like a locational change or maybe you're about to move apartments or rearrange the furniture or invite someone to live with you or whatever it is, get a dog cleanse your space like there's just more of a focus quarter one and quarter two on home life and not only home life but sort of like the home within ourselves you know if we're gonna get cheesy like the core like our shell taking care of what is internal and that's more of the focus right now versus like some big career expansion i mean i guess the sixth house can be about work um and and the services that we provide to others but at the same time i i want to say that capricorn rising like right now it's about boundaries that you have with the way you're being of service you know like i don't think throwing yourselves throwing yourself into you know giving a hundred percent of your energy towards being a good employee is necessarily what the sky is advising at the moment right and we've got ace of pentacles queen of wands yes the soil is fertile the soil is fertile to plant new seeds with how you want to spend your time like what do you want to be doing on monday morning like do you want to be meditating and 
you know, uh, drinking your favorite tea and having a moment of peace? Or do you want to be waking up and checking your email within 30 seconds of cracking open your eyeballs? You know, like the, the soil is fertile for new habits. Okay. Uh, Alexandra, I'm happy to see you too. And Emma, you said, thank you. Great reminder. I totally needed that. You're so welcome. Uh, all right. Aquarius rising. We've got Mars stationing direct in the fifth house of fun, hobbies, pleasure, children. Uh, for some Aquarius risings, there might be like, uh, you know, I don't know. For some Aquarius Risings, there might be some things with their children that's kind of resolving in some way, or their children's lives are moving forward in a way that feels better. Um, other Aquarius Risings may just really, really be starting to move forward, uh, knowing that they want to incorporate more joy into their lives, more hobbies, uh, more you know, exercise, fun movements, sports. Uh, I know that's kind of weird, but you know, the fifth house is, is good things, activities that give us pleasure. Some Aquarius risings may even be opening up to dating again. Again, it's not really going to be in the next week, but you know, by the time February, end of February, March, mid-March rolls around, um, I think some Aquarius risings may really have a breakthrough with with, um, you know, their love lives and uh, how they're inviting in different, you know, how they're inviting in intimacy and vulnerability into their lives, okay? And this relates to the third house, which is uh, sometimes can be sibling stuff, but other times it can be like the way we talk to ourselves, the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves. So there's a real re-narration of, of life right now. And I think Four of Wands coming out is like a, a really good sign for you, Aquarius Rising, in the sense that like there's some really big energy, you know, when it comes to this foundation that you're building and um, maybe a new fresh foundation, this new leaf that you're turning that will lead to more energetic space in your life to really invite in things or just discover things that you really like to do. Sometimes I say that to like Aquarius and Capricorn placements. I'm like, you know, it's time to invite in things that you really want to do. And they're like, what? <laughs> they're like a hobby. What is, what is that? Like, <laughs> so it might actually even be a time of discovering, you know, I don't know, discovering, you know, what it is that a new thing that you might allow yourself to enjoy, you know. Okay, finally, we have arrived to Pisces rising. So Mars just stationed direct in the fourth house of the home. There could be there could have been some real like family karma that's been worked through in the last couple months. Um, kind of moving forward now with more of an individuated self uh, from some of the family ancestral stories and patternings. Uh, I know a Pisces rising who like went home for the holidays to a family, you know, her family that like has, you know, historically some drama and you know, she was really able to have a great time and regulate herself through a lot and really felt like 
some of the issues her family has dealt with in the past had been addressed because she chose like to be brave and and address those things uh so i don't know like there's there's some kind of family karma potentially being resolved for those pisces uh risings and you know let's look at jupiter and aries in the second house uh you know maybe without so much energy now it, like energy is no longer being drained like in in the family home sector and now you can start putting more energy into your livelihood your business how you're making money uh your resources your talents um if you're an entrepreneur and a pisces rising it's a really powerful time to start thinking about how you want to launch your entrepreneurial endeavors and also pisces risings you got the hermit and i think this is a good reminder for pisces risings who who tend to be you know sometimes the emotional dumping ground of uh <laughs> of everybody you know they tend to really be the healers of of our um of our rising signs uh it is a kind of a good time to be selective about whose energy you're letting into your space right now because right now it's a really sacred time for you to reconnect with your own energy and reconnect with what you want and what you want to launch and all of that stuff okay Whew. all right rising rising sign forecasts they're always they're always a, 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 a project, but I, I really enjoy uh, doing them. Uh, so thanks for hanging in there, my friends. And since today at Witch Church, we didn't have, you know, complete time to poll individually for people. Uh, let's do, uh, to kind of wrap up our Witch Church today, let's, um, you know, just do some collective card polls. So um, I'll just invite you to take a deep breath. Wherever you're sitting right now, um, you know, just reconnecting with your sense of breath, marinating with your rising sign forecast for a second. And on your next inhale, go ahead and inhale a healing color any color that's coming to mind to you in this moment. If any words or phrases are attached to that color, just take note of them. They may be important for this next week. And on your next exhale, I'll invite you to let out a big puff of black smoke. Letting this black smoke represent any stagnant energy left over from the Mars retrograde period. Allowing this black smoke to exit your energetic field. And lightening your energetic load as you move forward, as Mars moves forward slowly but surely. Okay. If you're feeling like things will never change uh, and you've been stuck in the same stagnation for so long, 
I mean, I don't want to make like promises, but like <laughs> I can like 98% promise you that the energy is shifting. Like, like it is, it's undeniable, like looking at what is to come, you know, this spring, you know, as Mars exits their shadow, Jupiter starts answering to a stronger Mars, Jupiter or Saturn moves into Pisces, Pluto moves into Aquarius, like, you know, that, that is change, like that is a palpable shift of energy. So, you know, don't feel like nothing is going to change this year. Um, okay. Uh, so we have, uh, lucky, the symbol, the horseshoe symbol, lucky. We have the symbol of the key, which is the talisman. And then we have the symbol of divinity. So it's interesting because I feel like all of these, uh, symbols, the, the divinity sign, the divinity rune, uh, the key and the horseshoe, uh, lucky talisman divinity. It feels like, um, a mindset shift, uh, when it comes to believing that change is possible for us and believing that, you know, good things are finding us and going to find us and are on our way to us. Like that's a very powerful belief to hold. And it can be difficult at times, you know, when Mars stationing has brought in probably some sense of shocking, maybe shocking news or like an epiphany that feels a little bit uncomfortable. Um, it's hard to check in with ourselves and think like, okay, but good things are still coming or, oh, okay, but like, I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling like, you know, things are coming my way. Uh, but I think any little seed of that mindset that you can grasp feels juicy right now. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, I sent out in my newsletter, I sent out, um, a, uh, reading list, my 2023 reading list. And one of my, uh, tarot students saw my reading list and she saw that the, uh, tiny, Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed was on my 2023 reading list. And coincidentally, she was purging some of her books from her collection. And she decided she didn't need, you know, that book anymore. And she emailed me and asked me if she, uh, if she could send it to me because she knew I wanted to read it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And I thought that was so powerful because um, it was just this little nugget from the universe where it's like the things that you're wanting and the things that you're looking for, the things that are meant for you are also looking for you. So even the fact that I put out there, you know, I want to read this book, like that's not necessarily about like my career or my dreams or my ambitions, but just I want to read this book and that book found me, you know, like that's that's kind of magical. And I'm going to chew on that magic for uh, as long as I can. And I'm going to soak up and like marinate in like, oh, how serendipitous is that? Like for a while, because I know that serendipity is really good to marinate on. 
and um, any little wins that we can marinate on in the next couple weeks are like focus on them like even if something happens you find five bucks on the street so what it's five bucks it's not just five bucks like it's a symbol of of abundance finding you um make a really big deal about the little things that feel magical okay that is what i'm feeling my friends uh it was such a powerful witch church today um i'm so happy we got together and uh keep me updated of course as always i still have a little bit of time in january for 2023 year ahead readings so you can head on over to my site if you still want a book and uh besides that uh that's about it for now uh i hope this was good medicine today and i will see you all next week <laughs>